Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to our Star Wars Lads bracket reaction video. We're going to be reacting to your guys' brackets, reacting to the community bracket as a whole, the ones you guys sent in, and of course, sharing our brackets again. Uh, if you want to see me go through the bracket and do the whole thing with my answers and justification for what I chose, there's a video. I'll link it in the cards. You can also see it at the end screen. Uh, make sure you watch that one too for a little bit more in-depth thoughts. But let's get straight into this bracket. Make sure you're liking the video, you're commenting below what your thoughts were on this bracket as a whole. This was the longest one we've ever done. It was about seven weeks long. We will be announcing at the very end what the next bracket is going to be the topic. So you're going to want to stick around all the way to the end of the video for that. All right, let's jump right into the matchups here. So we're going to do it a little differently this time, or it gives you just the straight facts here right off the bat. So we're going to start with some of the play-in matches here. So this was the first play-in match. We had Cal versus Stellan. Cal won that one, 83-17. Then we had Grievous versus Krennic. The, when they're not huge upsets, we won't go too in-depth on them. But let's start here with a little bit of an upset. Jabba the Hutt, who we had as 51, being beat out by Starkiller, who we had at 78. I know there's a lot of passionate Starkiller fans. This one wasn't too big of a surprise to me even if uh, Jabba the Hutt being you know as famous of a character across multiple mediums I, I did think he would win yeah I think for me when I saw the that it was shocking because I mean there's been like some tie-ins to Force Unleashed 1 and 2 but he's mostly been isolated in that late era of Lucasfilm games and Jabba I thought visually people would be like very into that the whole look the opening of Episode 6 is pretty iconic. I, I figured he would win it, but I, I guess people really liked an overpowered uh, apprentice Vader. Yeah, I guess so. Starkiller and Force Unleashed in general seems to have a pretty fashionate fan base. It did pretty well in our video game bracket. So uh, this one, with the 22 comments, we had Echo versus Anakin Solo. This was a pretty good matchup, 61-39. I'm actually surprised it went Echo's way, considering how well Legends characters did throughout the, our entire bracket then we get here and to me this was probably the most upsetting matchup of the entire bracket darth xana losing to admiral akbar it was closer 60 to 40 but i mean come on i just i attribute that mostly to a lot of people not knowing who xana was we got 15 comments on this one so you guys were a little bit more up in arms about this, but uh, Xana being the apprentice of Darth Bane, one of the the first person to carry on the Bane lineage, this was a real surprise to me. I've only maybe done one quick read of the first book in the trilogy, but I still know about the character from Wikipedia. Um, so I think what Liam's saying here is that he's very disappointed in your lack of Star Wars knowledge and especially Sith lore. Um, Akbar's got the memes. I hope in some ways that's why he won because It's a Trap was like one of the OG memes on the internet. But I, I, I myself was pretty shocked. If anything, I thought this would be like a 55-45 split for Zen. Yeah, right. We can't discount how iconic Akbar is and, and kind of the Jabba the Hutt Starkiller matchup thing. Like I thought Jabba would take it because more people know who he is than Starkiller. Same with Akbar over Xana. Not going to disparage all of your guys' Star Wars knowledge, but I will say I am disappointed that Xana did not win. Like, you guys, uh, how did we let this happen? Uh, we'll move on <laughs> to Bail Organa versus Darth Malgus. Even though there's a big discrepancy in seed here, I don't think this one's that shocking either. 
Uh, we did see a trend for these brackets that they did tend to lean dark side, except for Darth Xana. Bale, though, I think deserves a bit more credit here. So let's move on to the next one. I know this one would be more near and dear to your heart, Cynic, but Peleon beating Ulic Kaldroma. I don't have a problem with this because like, I'm probably too big of a fan of Peleon, but uh, I'm surprised it was this big of a discrepancy for two Legends characters that I don't think are as iconic as a lot of other Legends characters. I think it comes to being Gilad being connected to Thrawn. Mm -hmm. I think that's the imagery of that and all that. And the iconicism of the first trilogy does it really save Star Wars in the early 90s. Ulick is from the old Dark Horse comics as they're starting off. And I think they're, they're a very underrated era of Star Wars, all the 90s Dark Horse comics. And for me, Ulick was like, the prototype for Anakin that we saw in the prequels of like atonement is so cool and it's also very tragic. So I thought, I thought in a lot of ways it is it's like a more enriching version of the one that we get from Anakin, that sort whole storyline. Yeah, and when we look at the number of votes here too, this was one of the lowest. But we have here two of the one of the higher voted ones, two pretty iconic characters from Star Wars animation, Plo Koon and Harrison Dula. Plo Koon taking that, not too big of a surprise. Next, we have Talon Card, Darth Sion. I love Darth Sion. I think he's a great character, but Talon Card's one of my favorite Legends characters. So a little disappointed here, but I think the 58-42 means that it was pretty close. This also only had 284 votes, which does mean that maybe a lot of people didn't know who either of these characters were. Uh, but let's move on to Bastila versus Avar Chris, which I thought was a super interesting matchup because... Avar is given similar powers to Bastila with like her version of battle meditation. I'm actually shocked Avar didn't do better considering how well she's done in almost every poll we've put out about the High Republic. A little surprised she lost by this much. Moving on to this one, Elzar Mann, who is one of our favorite High Republic characters, I think maybe because he doesn't have iconic covers on the comics or because he's not front and center on any of the novel covers maybe people don't know who this character is xr kun is a great character and, and one of the more fundamental early dark side characters in star wars uh, so let's move towards the end of the play-in this one also surprised me the love of this character in the fandom where she has transcended comics people know who she is who haven't even read her series but i also did think marin would end up winning this one purely because of when these polls came out and we were coming off of like a week after jedi survivor came out this one also not big a surprise grogu was probably the hardest character for us to see in this whole thing considering he <laughs> is he doesn't talk he doesn't have much of a character outside of his iconic look and being with Din, but he is one of the reasons that that show works really well. He was always going to win no matter where we put him, even if we put him in the last yeah. seed. <laughs> Continue to move on yeah. through here. And we've got, we're, so we're at the end of the play and Darth Nihilus over Ben Skywalker. Again, not too surprising. I think in general, a lot of people are confused who Ben Skywalker is compared to Ben Solo. And I think uh, Darth <laughs> Nihilus is pretty iconic, even if he doesn't have much story. And we move on here, Sabine and Crosshair. Again, not too surprising. I think more people are aware of Sabine now that she's coming into live action. Here, so this one actually is, this is interesting when we look back at the bracket, right? Because HK47, we ended up calling it when he was ahead. And he ended up losing to K2SO, but we put HK in the rest of the bracket because 
he was ahead until like the last couple weeks. K2SO over time has now passed him. But first we had, this was an interesting one, Jaina versus Darth Plagueis. Again, I think a lot of this plays to more people have heard of Darth Plagueis than Jaina Solo. I think with canon, people are very confused when we throw out Solos and Skywalkers who aren't the Luke, Leia, Han. So now we move on to Anakin Starkiller. As well as Starkiller did in the play-in round, he was no match for Anakin, who was our number one seed. This was another pretty debated one amongst you guys. Padme versus Cat Bane. Cat Bane ended up taking this one in a pretty close matchup, 57-43. Cat Bane has the cool factor. He's always been my favorite bounty hunter, so I had to go with him. But Padme continues to get explored more and more as a character. And, and I think she is now... Uh, up to that level of the elite Star Wars characters that she might not have been right when the films came out. Yeah, I'm, all I'm going to say is I think there's a lot of Padme slander out there. She's pretty iconic in her own right. Yeah, I'd go Padme, but I understand Kid. Fourth matchup, Luke Skywalker, Admiral Ackbar. This was the biggest blowout, I think, of the entire bracket every round, which, you know, I'm kind of glad. I like Admiral Ackbar, but Darth Xana deserved this spot. 95-5 is kind of shocking for one of these brackets, but I'm also surprised who are the 5% that picked Admiral Ackbar over Luke? I, um, I just contrarian. They want to be the devil's advocate here. Uh, moving on to Grand Moff Tarkin versus Mitra Surik. Again, I, I think Mitra Surik is a great character. I ended up picking Tarkin as well. I think this one especially, because Mitra is a player character and has never been as well-defined as Revan, I think a lot of people just have no idea who Mitra Surik is. <laughs> we have Leia versus Malgus. Uh, this one was a little closer than expected, considering Leia was number three seed, but Leia is still hand handling uh, Malgus pretty easily there. And then we have Ezra Bridger versus Darth Malik. I thought this would be one of the more interesting ones. And I'm actually kind of surprised Ezra took it considering how much legend support was in our bracket here. Moving on to Han versus Darth Sion. Han won pretty easily, 89% to 11%. Here was always going to be a controversial one. Uh, Wedge ended up taking it pretty easily, 76-24. We did expect Ray to end up losing probably wherever she came out. I agree. I mean, I think, like you said, there's so many books of Wedge that, you know, make him such an iconic character. Rey, to me, feels like she has so much of her life ahead of her. She has a new Jedi Order. She has, you know, maybe reconnecting and finding Ben, her connection with Finn, you know, finding out that he's Force-sensitive and helping train him. She's, what, 22 in the movies? Like, her story is just starting. Yeah, agree. I think we're going to get so much more from her. She's going to be a lot, lot better. So now we have Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Exar Kun, even though Exar Kun did well in the play-in round. Obi-Wan handled him pretty easily, 93-7 to seven here. This was one of the more interesting ones to watch the entire bracket, and this one kept changing. It was lucky the first round went for so long because this kept changing almost every couple days. I'm surprised Django pulled it. I know people love Django. I know we had a big Legends voter base here. Ventress, who has been heavily explored in canon and also is pretty iconic, so... I guess could could chalk it up to movie character versus cartoon character. Next, we had Ahsoka versus Marin. Again, Marin did so well in the play-in, but coming up against the Juggernaut that is Ahsoka, 89 to 11. Next, we had Dooku versus Kyle Katarn. Dooku here, I think the respect he's earned from Tales of the Jedi especially has risen him to the top there. Next, we had Yoda versus Grogu, which for one I was a little afraid of, not going to lie, when this one was coming out. Uh, did not plan for this, obviously, to happen because Grogu was a a playing character, so we had no idea where he would fall. Yoda ended up beating him pretty handily, but I, I thought Grogu actually had a shot here. Cassian versus Chewbacca. I think this was a tougher one for people. Chewbacca is also kind of mentioning Grogu, a tough one to seed. 
because he doesn't speak, so we don't understand what he says, versus Cassian, who's gotten so much great development in the last year. Yeah, in my mind, I would have gone for Cassian because of how strong um, Andor Season 1 is, and we're going to get another one. And I think that's the problem with Chewbacca. It's kind of hard to just see him as anything more than, like, the walking carpet, right? He's just like a big furry dog in some ways. Next, we have Captain Rex versus HK-47. And uh, Rex took this one pretty handily. Bo-Katan versus Boba Fett. Uh, I think respect to Bo-Katan for getting 21% even. I thought this would be a bigger blowout. And I thought with kind of the mixed reception that Mandalorian Season 3 got, that, that would downplay the excellent character of Bo-Katan both in that season, but also across Rebels and Clone Wars. Palpatine versus Sabine, again, a big blowout for Palpatine. This was a surprise, to be honest. Uh, Kylo Ren versus Darth Treya. I actually ended up going with Darth Treya. I think she's a really fascinating character and one of the more interesting Sith we've ever seen versus Kylo Ren, whose story I think is also just beginning. We need to tell his backstory a lot more. Kylo Ren is the consensus favorite character for pretty much everybody across the sequels, whether you love or hate the sequels. I thought he would win just by virtue of being a film character. Studying the trends of this bracket are, are difficult because sometimes we have characters who win because they're live action, and that seems to be the only justification for it. Or other times you have characters who win like Darth Treya, who are in one video game, uh, that wasn't widely played as much as the original video game on that series. And a lot of people, you would imagine, don't know who she is, but she beats Kylo Ren here. And it's not like it was 51-49. This is 55-45. Close, but still pretty decidedly Darth Treya. Yeah, I mean, I personally went with Kylo. I think for some, it's the philosophy of Treya and the fact that you know, KOTOR 2 didn't start off great, but with the Restore Content Month, people have really gone into that story too over the years. Let's move on to the next one, Darth Maul versus Darth Nihilus. Uh, Maul won this one very easily, 77-23. Kanan versus Corrin Horn. I do think Corrin Horn is a character who not enough people know who Corrin is. I did go with Kanan, though. I do love Kanan. I mean, he is the coolest Corellian Jedi. He's a pretty interesting member of Rogue Squadron. He has a great story of his own coming into the fold. I agree. I, I still went with Kanan because he's got such a rich and wonderful story. So this was actually our most voted in poll of the entire bracket. And it is kind of surprising because two Legends characters, even though Thrawn is extremely popular and very iconic. The fact that Bastila and Thrawn were the, the most voted in poll is kind of surprising, especially when it's this one-sided for Thrawn. Okay, next one was Quinlan Vos versus Din Djarin. Uh, I thought this would go the Din Djarin route, uh, unfortunately. When we talk about comics here on this channel sometimes, uh, a lot of people aren't familiar with some of the stories of some of the major comic characters. I can see why people would go Quinlan. He's probably one of the most iconic 2000s like Jedi and his story is pretty rich in the Republic comics. I think Din is just too iconic. Now, he's definitely one of the most iconic characters, even if he didn't have uh, as big of a role as expected in Season 3 of Mando. Darth Bane versus Plo Koon. Surprised this was that close, and I think when the votes initially started, it was really close, and I think Plo Koon was ahead. But it ended at 58-42 to Darth Bane. Next, we had Jason Solo versus Markeon Rowe. Markeon is, I think, Phase 3 away from me, saying he's one of the top 10, 15 Star Wars villains of all time. I think he's wonderful in phase one. Next one, Mara Jade versus Gilad Pelion. Uh, Mara Jade beat him pretty easily. Qui-Gon Jinn versus Hondo Onaka, the beginning of a, a pretty massive run for Qui-Gon throughout the bracket here, and we'll track that through the rest of this video. Moving on to C-3PO versus Echo. I'm glad C-3PO got the recognition that he deserves here. He is one of the funniest Star Wars characters ever. Next, we had Revan versus Mon Mothma. 
this was kind of unfair for Mon Mothma, who I think would have done better, especially post-Andor against almost anybody else, but Revan had to take this one 82-18. The probably biggest upset of the first round, according to our seedings at least, we had Fives versus Grievous. This was 54-46, one of the closer matchups as well. I ended up going Fives. I know you love Fives, Sonic. I'll let you talk about why uh, you think the community was wrong here my big issue is that fives is one of the most com- he is a clone's favorite clone of me he's he is the idea of that these are independent thinkers like the Camino and say right he is doing what he believes is right and in ways he should almost save the galaxy right with order 66 he just didn't realize who it was connected to he's got a great look to him i love his tattoo yeah, I, he is my favorite clone. He's slightly above Rex for me. I think Rex is everyone's most well-known of the Clone Wars, but I think Fives is so underrated. Uh, we move into a couple of the last matchups here. And this one, I know you're probably going to sound off on as, as one of the bigger uh, Mace Windu critics on the channel. I don't understand this at all. I love Mace Windu, but there's no way he should be picked over Lando. I love Lando. You ha- I had to go with him. I'm actually shocked that it's, 6238 like mace windu won this pretty easily i will give it to people who love samuel l jackson and he is the only canon jedi in the movies to have a purple lightsaber in a way i hate him and i think that's in a way i think once people really understand like the acolyte and high republic showing off the real peak of the jedi they'll start to see a little bit more of the prequels as the twilight the fall all the weaknesses and come on man lando so ability in life, I think is even cooler than Samuel L. Jackson, you know. Next, we had R2 versus Cal. And I honestly thought this would go Cal because of the game having just come out. But uh, as we saw throughout a lot of the bracket, you can't underestimate the the love shown to R2-D2. Moving on next to the beginning of the second round here, we had Anakin Skywalker versus Darth Plagueis. Everybody loves Darth Plagueis, but it went 93 to 7 to Anakin. We had Palpatine over Boba, Luke over Cad Bane, 92 to 8, another massive, massive blowout. Maul over Treya, even though Treya did really well against Kylo Ren. Then Leia over Gramoff Tarkin, a bit of rivals in the films, but Leia destroyed him, 87. 13 after that we had thrawn over kanan and i thought this one would be slightly closer i did think thrawn would take it next is han versus ezra again pretty obvious it was going to go han here when we start to get to these big name characters no matter how well the uh, you know 25 through 50 seeds do in the first round they don't match up well against the top 10 moving on here though this one was closer and i'm i'm very glad it went this way because i would have I would have been even more upset than than Xana losing uh, to Admiral Akbar or some of these other wild matchups that a lot of you guys chose. Bane, if Bane would have lost to Din Djarin, I think that would have been one of the biggest shocks we could have had. Moving on to Obi-Wan versus Wedge. This is actually a, a uncle versus nephew in real life. Nephew took this pretty easily, 94 to 6. Mara Jade versus Jason. I'm actually kind of surprised this was such a blowout towards Mara Jade. Mara Jade, I think because of her appearances in the Thrawn trilogy, has just kind of tra- been one of those characters that transcends uh, the books and the comics and becomes uh, a character that a lot of people are very familiar with moving on to uh, ahsoka versus Django fett even though Django beat adventurous ahsoka beat Django very very easily 84 to 16 and we move on here this is one of the only upsets we had based on seating in round two it was c-3po getting destroyed by qui-gon jinn 85 to 15 i did think c-3po would do a little bit better i did see this upset coming i love c-3po he's an og character i think he deserves at least a good 40 percent 35 percent here but 
Uh, Qui-Gon, the swell of support for Qui-Gon throughout the entire bracket was a pretty impressive run. His legacy is unparalleled, both successes and the mistakes. 3PO has a lot of, to do in the original trilogy, not so much in the prequels. The Yoda versus Dooku, I actually thought this one would be closer as well. Yoda handled him pretty easily, 80 to 20, even though Mace Windu beat Lando. R2 beats Mace Windu very easily, 69-31. I actually thought, man, we're going to end up seeing Mace Windu make it all the way to the Sweet 16. R2 showing that he is most people's favorite droid, the droid that went the farthest in our bracket. Then we move on here to Captain Rex versus Chewbacca. Again, uh, not too close here, but Chewbacca did pretty well at 31%. And after that, we have Revan versus General Grievous. This was a pretty big blowout, 70 to 30, uh, General Grievous ending his run from the play-in. So we move on to the third round, and this is when we get into our Sweet 16, our final 16 characters, the quarterfinals of the tournament. And this this round really didn't have any big surprises. Han beat Mara Jade. I was actually surprised it was this big of a blowout, but still not surprised Han won that at all. Uh, Obi-Wan blowing out Darth Bane, not surprising considering how... Darth Bane didn't do great against Din Djarin. Ahsoka versus Thrawn. I expected this to be one of the tighter matchups, and it was 60-40. It went Ahsoka's way. I'm actually kind of surprised with how much of a groundswell support, both in the number of poll votes we got for Thrawn polls, but also just uh, in general, the love of Thrawn, I, I did think would make this more of a clash. 10% gap seems about right. Seems unfair, though, to have Thrawn go out in the Sweet 16. We did this in 2008 or 9. Yeah, he'd blow her up. But Ahsoka's had the richest development of any character in canon. 32 comments on this one, too. So everybody made their voices heard. Next, we move on to the only upset, I believe, in this entire round. I did think it was going to end with Leia. I thought Leia would pull it here. She lost 46 to 54. I don't really understand this. I know Qui-Gon is beloved. One of the biggest symbols of the Phantom Menace. And I think ever since that Filoni rant about uh, the duel of the fates i think people have grown to love him justifiably even more but it's princess leia <laughs> she's one of the main characters of star wars kind of the the co-lead throughout the original trilogy uh, there was no doubt in my mind when i picked her alas the community all of you chose qui-gon jinn i don't think enough people have read bloodline man read bloodline she's so good in that book qui-gon is incredible but in some ways he created all the problems that princess leia herself at the end of the day, has to unravel, right? Leia, she goes through the most, and she she's the strongest. I don't think Qui-Gon could have even stepped in her shoes. So I, I, um... I thought four of the top five seeds would make the final four, and obviously we didn't get that. So uh, that goes to show you that uh, there's a lot of twists and turns in these brackets. Our fifth matchup here of the Sweet 16 was Yoda versus Maul. Yoda, again, is very iconic. A film character first and foremost this is a kind of a pick as well i can see the side for yoda next was anakin skywalker versus r2 not too big of a surprise r2 had a valiant run but it ended with anakin then we had captain rex versus palpatine this one was super close and this one held at 5149 forever like i i expected this to continue to shift i think palpatine was pretty much in the lead all day palpatine winning this one not surprised I did actually go with Palpatine as well, but I think the more impressive thing to look at here is how much support Rex got. All right, moving on to the last matchup of the Sweet 16 was Luke versus Revan. As much as people love Revan, it was, he was never going to beat Luke. Then we move into the Elite Eight, and again, not anything too shocking here. This was our only upset of the entire 
Elite Eight, a four versus a five, Han versus Obi-Wan. But Obi-Wan, one of the most beloved characters of all time, not shocking, it went Obi-Wan's way. I did pick Obi-Wan in this matchup as well. Moving on to Ahsoka Tano versus Qui-Gon Jinn. Again, Qui-Gon's run ends valiantly here in the Elite Eight against Ahsoka, who would make it to the final four. Ahsoka winning this one, though, and it's not a blowout, which again, again shows you the power of Qui-Gon Jinn in this bracket, 63-37. Then we move on to Luke Skywalker versus Yoda. Again, Luke winning by probably the most amount of landslide votes in this entire tournament. The final matchup of the Elite Eight was Anakin versus Palpatine. Master versus Apprentice, 87-13. He blew out Palpatine as well. So then when we look at the final four here, our first matchup was Luke versus Ahsoka. I am surprised, even though Luke won and blew out so many matchups, I am surprised it is this one-sided, considering Ahsoka... Being a number six seed, making it over, I guess she didn't have to face Leia, and maybe if she faced Leia, it would be a little bit tighter of a matchup for her to make the final four. Uh, but still, with her show coming out, with the love for Ahsoka, with how much content she's been in in the last 10 years, I did think she was going to get at least 35-40%. But Luke, again, showing why he was in the finals. All I'm going to say is give it a couple months, man. Maybe we're going to look at Ahsoka. A lot of fans are going to get her first real taste. Then after that, our final matchup of the final four was Anakin versus Obi-Wan. This is a timeless matchup. We've seen it multiple times in the films. And uh, 55-45 was about right. I honestly thought it would be even closer i thought this would be like a 51 49 52 48 but it went anakin's way and i you know i'm bummed by that obi-wan's my favorite character but i expected that we ranked anakin as the number one seed star wars is pretty much his story yeah the only thing i'll say to that is if anakin does make like a force ghost appearance in ahsoka that score is going up even more yeah probably we need an obi-wan force ghost appearance and something soon to counter it let's go come on obi-wan fans (laughs) needed you to turn up here so we make it all the way to the finals And our finals was, once again, we did a variation of a character bracket for our first bracket ever in our community section, and it was the same matchup. So once again, Anakin Skywalker, our one seed versus Luke, our two seed. Not shocking at all that this was the final, but a little shocking that the results are as definitive for Anakin as uh, they were here. Because last time we did this, I think Anakin ended up pulling it, but it was like a 51-49 or 52-48. This time it's 59-41. We do have more voters this time. So it doesn't seem like Luke will be able to catch up here. Did make a bit of a comeback last night. But Anakin, the power of Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader took it here. It's hard to argue against it. Anakin is the story of Star Wars. His rise and fall is what George Lucas made the original Star Wars saga about. For me personally, if it was this matchup, I would have picked Luke. I think Luke, Luke for me is my second favorite Star Wars character of all time after Obi-Wan. So I would have picked Luke here. But I can't fault anybody for picking Anakin in this matchup. I think in some ways it's because we're waiting to see really what they do with that 30-year gap for Luke. This time for it to be this part, maybe we're considering Legends and Canon. And I thought Luke would be edging ahead because of how much he has. He's basically like a force to turn to all the politics in the 50, 60 years that he's a Jedi Grandmaster, right? But right now, it's the love of Anakin, love of uh, Hayden just been kicking in really strong i think yeah that's fair and i think anakin in general when you have the two personas of anakin and vader i do think it's basically two characters in one versus luke as one character so it even if there are sides of anakin you don't like or sides of vader you don't like you have the other side that was our final matchup so let's look at a few of our community brackets here josh trice josh trice thank you for sending in your bracket he sent it in last time as well And when we look at Josh's bracket, 
It's pretty similar results to the community in the first round here. Picked mostly the same characters. I think one of the only differences was he had Malik over Ezra, which was interesting. He also had Plo Koon over Darth Bane. Plo Koon over Darth Bane was a trend across some of these brackets. So also Ray over Wedge here. So going for the, the uh, sequel characters over a, more of a book-heavy character. Kylo Ren over Darth Treya was the only other major difference. And Padme over Cat Bane. Dooku took out Yoda in that matchup. And Kylo Ren took out Darth Maul. So it was that part of the bracket here that was the most different from the rest of the community. Plo Koon taking out Quinlan Boss, but Quinlan Boss lost to Din Djarin in the community bracket. Thrawn beating Ahsoka was one of the bigger upsets for him, considering Ahsoka went to the final four. And then you have Qui-Gon making his final four ultimately, but then the same matchup in the finals with Anakin versus Luke and Anakin taking it. I mean, I find it pretty interesting, uh, as much of a Kylo fan that I am, that he made it to... The quarterfinals here and lost to Luke, right? Yeah. Um, Qui-Gon Love, I understand. Obi-Wan, of course. Anakin, of course. This is a pretty interesting bracket, even if it does end up ultimately the same. What pushes like more of these bigger heavy hitters in people's minds is pretty cool to see. So seeing Kylo get a little bit more respect than I expected, very cool. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the thing that's most interesting to track here is when we look at all these brackets, there's very, very different like first three rounds. Uh, let's look at John Tetra, who also sent one in. Thank you for sending yours in, John. John's bracket, we noticed, did tend to lean more canon than Legends. Off the bat, had Kylo over Treya, also had Ventress over Django, Rey over Wedge, and then Din Djarin over Quinlan Voss. Also had Plo Koon over Darth Bane. Din Djarin making his sweet 16. Kylo Ren making it all the way into the Elite Eight again. So more support for Kylo Ren. But then the final four was the same final four that I had minus uh, Han beating Obi-Wan, which was kind of an upset with how much Obi-Wan won by in the community pool. And then ultimately the same finals, Anakin versus Luke with Anakin winning. Yeah, I mean, I think it's very cool that Han got the respect here, right, making it to the final four. I mean, if you're going to go for the coolest character in Star Wars to make it this far, yeah, why not Han? Agree. All right, let's look at Debbie's here. Debbie was very uh, more good guy focused here as we examine her bracket. Jaina over Darth Plagueis, Bo-Katan over Boba Fett as well, and Sabine over Emperor Palpatine. Plo Koon over Darth Bane, again, third straight bracket that's happened with Din Djarin over Quinlan Boss, and then Din Djarin ultimately making it to the Elite Eight there, then the Sweet 16 there facing Obi-Wan, Rey over Wedge again, Ventress in the first round over Jango, different from Community. Grogu over Yoda, though, is probably the biggest upset, especially by seeding. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty interesting bracket. To, I think I do appreciate a lot of love for the female characters, both in Legends and Canon here. I mean, I know you're appreciating this, having Obi-Wan be the winner of her bracket, so... Yeah, I, yes. I, 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 really, I really do like this bracket. I can see where a lot of this comes from. And even if my views are very different, I can really appreciate this one for sure. Absolutely. I, I think especially when we get into the Elite Eight on it, Chewbacca making it all the way to the Elite Eight is also really interesting. Yeah. Uh, but the same Final Four I had and the same finals and the same winner. So uh, nice we're on the same page there. Then we have, after that, we have Yusuf's bracket. Yusuf sent in this one and... Again, picking Lando over Mace Windu. So community was different than everybody else who sent in the polls on that matchup. Markeon Rowe, though, over Jason Solo. So 
a nice nod here to some of the canon novels here. And then ultimately Marky on Rope beating Mara Jade as well. But interestingly enough, even though we look at the, the dominance for a newer canon character there, down below we have Quinlan Voss upsetting not only the Din Djarin matchup that won in the community, but also beating Plo Koon. So again, fourth straight black bracket, Plo Koon's beat Darth Bane. Quinlan Voss beating Plo Koon, beating Obi-Wan, and beating Ezra, who beats out Maul making it all the way to the final four to take on Anakin, making it to the finals. And that's not where uh, Yusuf stops with the interesting upsets here. We got Cad Bane upsetting Luke. We also had Mon Mothma upsetting Darth Revan, Count Dooku upsetting Yoda, upsetting Darth Maul, and upsetting Cad Bane to make it all the way to the final four. And then again, the Qui-Gon love here. Yusuf was probably on that train of Qui-Gon love because Qui-Gon beats out Echo who upset C-3PO beats out Leia, and then ultimately beats out Ahsoka. A very, very unique finals with Qui-Gon versus Quinlan Voss and Quinlan Voss taking it. And hey, I respect that matchup. Uh, I'm glad you're a big comic book fan, and, and I would assume you are because you you love Quinlan. I love the support for Quinlan here, and I think this is a really, really interesting bracket. You know, a little bit further for Boba than a lot of the other ones, Ezra too. I also love the appreciation for Mark on it. I think if we asked you to do this bracket again and sing a little bit more about March there, it was very cool. And uh, Plo Koon, I owe you an apology. I wasn't really familiar with your game. Like everyone here is voting for him like crazy. Wow, he's he's making these upsets happen. Yeah, and when we look at the next bracket here from a glitched Eevee, again, Plo Koon beating out Darth Bane. So all five brackets we received from you guys, Plo Koon wins all of them. Bo-Katan Again, beating Boba Fett. Uh, that's an interesting upset there. The Glad Fives made it out against Grievous. Dooku beating out Yoda. So we're seeing a trend of that too on some of these brackets. Maul making it all the way to the final four though, beating out Dooku and beating out Luke Skywalker. Again, Qui-Gon making it to the final four, beating out Leia and beating out Thrawn, who takes out Ahsoka. And ultimately your final four, same final four on the left side that the community had but very different on the right side with Qui-Gon Jinn and Darth Maul. That matchup goes to Darth Maul as it does in the films, and Anakin takes out Obi-Wan, making an Anakin-Maul matchup and Maul winning as your favorite character. So this is, again, a really fun one to look at here. Very different. I'm glad you enjoy the character of Maul as much we, as we do. Yeah, I mean, love Maul too. I don't know, Cal beating... Both R2 and Lando is pretty impressive there. I also love, again, appreciation for Fi's getting out there. So Bo-Katan as well. We're going to give you one last final look at our brackets here before we wrap up the video. Now, I don't really have too many upsets in my bracket outside of Obi-Wan making it all the way to the finals and ultimately winning the whole thing. Palpatine over over Rex. Also took Maul over Yoda. I think that was probably one of the things I felt like was one of the tougher matchups and one of the more hot takes on my bracket. But ultimately, same Final Four as a couple of you had. I had Anakin, Luke, Obi-Wan, and Leia. And then I took Obi-Wan over Luke in the finals. If you want to see me break down the bracket in full, you can watch that video. But I'm going to give Senek a chance here to talk about some of the more interesting matchups he had and ultimately his Final Four and winner. Yeah, I mean, similar to you, I valued Maul's story and the character a little bit more than Yoda. So, you know, he made it against Luke, and I had a favorite Luke there. So my final four was Anakin, Luke, Obi-Wan, Ahsoka. Um, Leia went pretty far. It was really a toss-up for me, but I really do. I mean, I grew up with Ahsoka, right? Like, every eight minutes since 2008, I got Markeon ahead of Jason. I mean, Bane steamrolled until he met Obi-Wan. That's the case, and same thing with Mara until she... 
got to Han. I think in my my in a lot of ways mine is a little bit more of like a traditional bracket. You know, I think for me what's interesting is how more of these fringe characters. Like who really went between a Chewbacca and, and a Cassian, right? That's a lot more interesting to me than necessarily like an Obi-Wan and Anakin, right? Because that's been talked about again and again. And at some point I think I've already like settled in on which character I like more or who I think is has better material, right? So yeah, I I hope you guys enjoy our brackets, but I think I, I might have played this one a little safe in some areas. And you had the exact same Final Four and Finals with the same winner as the community there. So that's going to wrap it up for our bracket reaction video. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, like we said, we're going to announce the next bracket right now. It is going to be the only medium of Star Wars uh, that we haven't done yet in bracket format for you guys to vote on your favorite. It's going to be comic books. So we will announce the bracket and the seedings here in a later date. It will start probably sometime at the end of next week. If you guys haven't seen already, it's started on our channel. We're going to use the next week to gather your opinions here on the future of the channel. So we want you guys to vote on your opinions for what your favorite types of videos we already make are, what types of new videos would you like to see? We're gonna ask you basically anything and everything about our channel here in the next week or so. Make sure you're voting in those. Thanks for watching this video. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Also, uh, make sure you're checking out the rest of the videos that are coming out here. Uh, for the High Republic Phase 2, we have a lot more coming out. Check out our Path of Vengeance review if you haven't as well. Thank you so much for watching and we'll see you all next time.